0: The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.
1: Sound a wind, the Holy Ghost to be out spoken by the spoken by the prophet I pour out my spirit Say she suppose he commenced the preaching and the will begin to flow? Then caught up in it, brethren. What shall we do? Repent and be baptized, every one of you. This I thought I'd is see that is This, spoke is about this, a this, about this a spoken by the puppet show. Oh, I thought i see that spoken by the puppet show. Within the tongue, God's will, the life, the- and the whole.
2: Like it is radio show. Good to have you with us tonight. Uh, We are broadcasting live from the studios of KDIX AM Dickinson, North Dakota. I want to say hello to all the guys up at the jail listening to us tonight, all the uh, Dickinson people listening to us tonight. If you're tuned in on Holy Ghost Radio, we're glad that you're listening to us tonight, and of course the KDIX website. Tonight, um, I would love to have you communicate with me throughout the program. Uh, If you... Live in the States, uh, text me 701 290 7862. That's 701 290 7862. And if you're from out of country, email me robertsimons58 at com. And um, we've already got people texting in. Good to have the Hostetlers in Pennsylvania listening tonight, along with uh, uh, Benjamin and Willis. I don't even know who you guys are, but good to have you listening. Good to have Tammy and Jody and their family listening tonight. Uh, Before we go too far in the program, I just want to say our condolences and prayers go out to the Deeds family in Buchanan, Michigan. Uh, Sister Deeds, that's Brother Alfred Deeds' wife, uh, Elder Bishop Deeds. His wife passed away last week, uh, Friday, and a funeral is going to be Tuesday. Many of you, I'm sure, know about this. We have a lot of WPF Ministers listening to this broadcast And uh, so uh, just We're so sorry to hear that We love Sister Deeds And of course love Brother Deeds But uh, our prayers go out to the family tonight We have in the studio with me One of my good friends A pastor from Columbia Heights, Minnesota Which is in the Minneapolis area Right north of Minneapolis And uh, he preached and ministered at our church today He's going to be preaching in our beach church on Tuesday at 7.30 at the Beach Community Center and then back in Dickinson Wednesday night at 7.30. Uh, He's not a stranger to this broadcast. In fact, uh, many years ago he did his testimony on this broadcast and we had uh, people uh, uh, contact me afterwards, very touched by that program. Uh, Pastor Dale Jones, we are so glad to have you with us tonight and we want you to take your liberty. I know you have a topic that you want to talk to us about and good to have you with us tonight.
3: Thank you, Pastor Bob Simons, and it's a pleasure to be with you tonight and those in the radio land, and thank you uh, for inviting me. We had a tremendous move of God uh, today. Um, many people were touched. I believe God done some miracles in our services. A great church, Pastor Bob and Dickinson, uh, the church family. What a wonderful family. And uh, I have, I do have a, a subject that has been a burden uh, God laid on my heart oh, a couple weeks ago, and it just doesn't leave me. I'm going to open up with a um, an Ezra chapter nine, and Ezra, of course, we we know that Ezra is a, a prophet. Uh, God spoke to him uh, concerning the future of Israel. I'm going to just take one verse of Scripture out of Ezra chapter nine and verse eight, and it says, "And now for a little space, grace hath been showed." From the Lord, our God, to leave us a remnant to escape, and I want to talk to you a little bit here today about what is happening in our world here today. The Bible talks about in the end times there 's going to be peerless peerless times, and I believe in the day that we live here today is the greatest hour of the church and the history of the church and I'm not going to talk about the political upheaval before um, our election here in the United States of America, but all over the world there's rumors of wars, chaos, confusion. And I believe this hour in which we live, God had given us, the church, a little space of time to where we could work the great work of God's commission yet here on this earth. This is going to be, I believe, the greatest revival that God has given the church since the church started. And so let us talk about what God's doing. Let's talk about why God is doing this and why is God giving us this moment of time. In the time of Israel, God spoke to the prophet. The the Israelites were in bondage and uh, God granted them a space of time to rebuild Jerusalem again. That space of time was not just four or five years, but God granted them uh, several years to get the job done. And He used the group of people, and He used the people that was at one time um, in bondage, and God had set them free to do a work. In such a time as it is. And I believe we have the greatest movement of the church right now. And so let me, let, let's, the United States of America is the greatest country, I believe, in our world. And God had raised this country up for a purpose. It's the youngest country, the youngest nation in our world. It's only a couple hundred years old. Compared to other nations where they're thousand years of history. And God purposely raised this country up for three reasons, I believe, I feel. One is that God has given us this country with wealth and riches um, like no other country in the world. And he did this for a reason, I believe, is that we could finance global missions. That through the Finances of our country that we could reach into our world and preach this message about Jesus Christ coming to this earth, dying for us, taking our sins to Calvary, bringing them to the cross, buried them in the grave, and defeated the sting of death through the resurrection. And so God has granted United States of America and our churches to finance the global missions to reach out to our world and tell this world what Jesus Christ has done. The second reason I believe that God has raised up this nation and keeping this nation strong is to support Israel, God's first holy people, to protect her and to stand by her. And that's why I believe God still has his hand on this country. The third reason I believe that God had given us this country with its great power and military power is another reason why we send our young men and women out across our borders to fight in other countries, not to conquer their countries, not to set up colonies, but to suppress the spirit of Antichrist that that rises up through dictatorship and through the leaders in some of these countries that are godless. And God has given the strength to this country. Now think about it. Our country, in the first hundred years of its existence, became the most powerful nation on the face of the earth. Why did he do that? It's because God had placed his spirit and blessed this nation under God, under his provision, under his strength, for this purpose. Also, the writer of John says this in John chapter 1, verse 4. Let me read it to you. Or verse John chapter 4, verse 1. Let me read this to you. He says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. That's our world. And John is, is warning us, warning the church, educating the church that there is a, a spirit, a false prophecy or a false spirit that is in this world. And hereby know ye the Spirit of God. And this is how we're going to know, this is how we identify the true Spirit of God. And, and John begins to write to us and tells us in this epistle. He said that every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And John here is separating, in this particular verse, he is separating the Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist, and the spirit of God. This is how we identify. That if we confess that Jesus Christ is God, manifested in the flesh if there's anybody that's confessing anything else then it's of another spirit and john divided what was true and what was false through the name of jesus christ that is powerful folks and then he he continues to write here in verse four he tells the church ye are of god little children and have overcome them. And them, them, who is the them? That is the, the, the world, the, the spirit of Antichrist. Them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want to stop there just for a moment. There is two spirits. One is the spirit of this world. And John has identified that the spirit of this world is the Antichrist. And he refers to this spirit as a he. And he does not lessen the power of this spirit. He says, greater is he, which is the spirit of God, than he that is in the world. He's not saying that that spirit of the world is not great. And so let us identify. We must understand first to get the whole picture of what John is telling us, we must first understand the character of the adversary who we have to contend with. The Bible is very clear that he represents Satan as the head of a great army of foes. And if you would examine the epistles, Ephesians, Colossians, and I don't have time to go there and reference it, but you can read it, and you will find this in there, that we find that there seem to be seven grades of fallen angels. There are seven grades of unfallen angels also. But we read about principalities, powers, dominions, authorities, rulers, thrones. These are wicked spirits. These are in the world. And John is trying... It's hardest through this epistle to help us to identify that we do not fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against these spirits and these spirits of of this world. But I am so glad that John did not stop there, but he said, greater is he, and he identifies the spirit of God as a he. Greater is he that is in me than is he that is in the world. And so we have this power, this authority, this this great force called the Spirit of God or the Spirit of God's holiness, however you want to define it, it is holy. And that's why God told the church, that's why God told his people, separate yourself from this untoward generation, this, or, or this untoward, separate yourself from, from this world. Do not take Part of this world why is because it has a spirit of the antichrist it's not god's spirit it's it it it's the 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 thrones and the dominions of this world is not god's world it's not god's kingdom but that kingdom of this world belongs to the the, the authority and the domain of satan and all those that fallen with him, and that they have this dominion here. I thank God that God has given the church power over these dominions.
2: That's so good. That is so true. Good to have you with us tonight. As you've noticed, we if you're just tuning in late, we have a special speaker, Pastor Dale Jones, from the Minneapolis area. Um, just want to uh, we're going to break to a song, but I uh, want to say hello to all of you that have texted me tonight, 701-290-7862, and uh, good to have Jana and her friends listening, good to have um, uh, Lawrence from California listening, um, good to have the Schulers and Grafton, the Woodses and Beulah, uh, the, all the Belfieldites that are listening tonight, good to have all of you. Uh, got a good report on our women's prison tonight, we've got another woman another woman from there that wants to be baptized that's exciting we're going to, right after this next song we're going to have uh, pastor jones come right back <laughs>
4: the place He's the God and that's why they call him the great I am
5: and not the great I Well, good evening, everyone. This is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast here tonight with special guest, uh, Brother Dale Jones, Pastor Dale Jones from Minneapolis. Uh, if you want to give us a call tonight, um, if you have any questions or comments, give us a call, 701. 701- Two two five five one three three is our studio number, or you can text us tonight with any questions or comments you may have as well. Or if you just want to let us know where you're listening from, we appreciate that too. 701-290-7862 is the number you can text us. Again, that's 701
3: So uh, continuing here tonight in this um, thought, I'm going to continue to talk about the the God of this world or the Antichrist, and Antichrist means this anti-God, it comes against God himself, against God's church, against God's people, and uh, if, we, if you would just consider what is happening in our world here today, I think you would really be honest with yourself and realize there is something taking place in our world, not just in our country, but in our world. You can take a look at the past election of our our country, our great country, and the confusion, the chaos the hatred um, re, the the uh, protests everywhere in the streets the the lies that are being told those are all orchestrated by a spirit that is ungodly uh, we 're finding uh, people coming out from everywhere um, fear just the other day, right before. When there was, before the election, I was in North Minneapolis at a, um, we have a daughter work there in North Minneapolis, and it was election night, Tuesday night, and I was in the lobby where we were, it's a community center, and and that's where they come to a vote, and it's primarily African-American community where we have our daughter work, and there was a young boy that approached me, and he was only, I would say, maybe seven years old, which was very unusual for uh, that boy to a, approach an adult and evidently his mother or his father was in the election or uh, in the booths uh, voting and he came up to me looked up in my face and said who are you voting for and I didn't answer the question I kind of smiled and I was well who are you voting for and he told me well I ain't certainly voting for and he mentioned uh, his name and I said well why and he says well it's because if he gets in, in uh, office, he's going to put his right back in slavery, and you can see the fear and the confusion on this young boy's face. And I said, "Well, who told you that?" He said, "Well, my mom told me that." He said, "We're going to go right back into slavery." And there's a fear in our world. There's a spirit that is driven and driving chaos in our world, and it's it. And John addressed that. And let's talk a little bit about that. It's. The, what is this Antichrist? Why? This world is not God's kingdom. God has a better kingdom than this. A place prepared for us. But let's talk about this. In this, in this kingdom, this world, the Antichrist, He forms and fashions the world spiritually. He finds for it, or makes for it, appropriate and congenial spiritual food. The world, in a sense, lives. Now listen to this. We need to get an understanding of this. The world, in a sense, lives and moves and has its being in him, in this Antichrist, this spirit, this anti-godly spirit. He is in it, And as the spring of its activities, the dictator of its laws, and we know that God has His laws. We know that God has its principles. But do you also know that this world is in the spirit of this world, and has its own laws and its own principles? This, it, it, this antichrist is the guider of its its pursuits and the pleasures in this world, the ruler of darkness. And that darkness is so deep that it alienates from God. It rules this world. And he rules it very specifically or or for a very special purpose of getting the world, now listen to this, to be contended with an image or content with an image instead of reality of godliness. And think about this world. Think about this church. Think about this for just a moment. That we have... these men or, or women that we call heroes that became successful in the sports world or or um, successful in the uh, corporate world and their names are out there. And, and uh, we begin to worship the success of these people instead of worshiping the creator of this world, which is God. It, it it's purposely has a purpose intent to raise up images. And God says, worship no image. And it is the purpose of the Antichrist to take worship, worship. And of course, we know who Satan is before he fallen from heaven. Instead of being the chief worshiper, he wants people to worship him instead of worshiping God and that's why he was cast onto this earth so does it really no wonder it makes sense that he wants to raise images for us to worship that's his intent to distract us to draw us from godliness from holiness from separation so there's a law in this world Uh, he takes advantage of whatever may be the world's mood and today There's anger in our world. There's chaos in our world. There's hatred in our world. That's the mood of the world. And he's taken advantage of that. And it's infiltrating it. We cannot allow it to infiltrate into the church. Now, I'm going to stop there for a moment. I believe God has blessed America. And the reason why America is strong and as mighty as it is is because it was built on the foundations of God Himself. I believe God raised up America. And I believe God's hand is still on this country. Because there's a people that is willing to separate themselves from, from this ungodly world. And I believe God gave the church in this world, because of godly men and women as yourself, God gave this world, a space one more time, that he could reach the unsaved people through the church, and it was because of godliness. It was because of separation. It's because the church kept himself pure. It's because the church was willing, amen, not to touch the unclean thing, but to separate themselves from this world. That's why I believe. That's why I believe that this nation still has. God's hand on it is because of the church. Because of the church. We cannot afford church because if the Spirit leaves, if God takes his hand off of this nation, this nation will cease to exist. And then God will come and judge the nation. And if that's true, church, people of God, men and women of God, it's our responsibility to hold a standard of holiness in our homes and our lives. And if we let go of the holiness and the spirit of God, because John did right, And the only power and authority that we have over the the Antichrist, the spirit of this world, is the power and the spirit of God's holiness living inside of you. You, the church, separating themselves. That's why John was writing to the church. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, we ought to get excited about that. We ought to shout for joy because we cannot do it in our flesh. We do not fight against, we cannot fight a man against this, this, with our flesh against this spirit. We, we don't fight, the Bible says we don't fight against flesh, we fight against principalities and powers and rulers and darkness and we cannot do that with human flesh but we can overcome this world and we can have dominion and we can have authority because god greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world so this world does not have dominion over the church this world does not have dominion over the, your homes if you are willing to separate yourself And let God control your life. And let him impute righteousness in you. And it's only done through the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said this. He says, Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Rivers of living water. Speak ye of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost come to you. You see... Yes, we could say, well, pastor, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the presence of God around me. Well, that's on the outside shell of, of the flesh. And, and, and grant you, I give you that. I, I felt the presence. It's beautiful to be in the presence of God and, and feel him. And Jesus said this. He says that it, I'm with you now in the flesh. But it's not good enough. He says, I must go away. That if I go away, I will send my spirit and it will be in you. Not just around you, but it will be in you. And you will have power. And Jesus continues to say this, that you shall receive power, power, Power for what? Power to overcome the spirit of Antichrist. Power to overcome sin. Power to live above sin. You don't have to cater to the things of this world. The world don't have to dictate to you how you live because you're living above the things of this world through this spirit called Jesus Christ, His holiness, the Holy Ghost. So greater is He that is in you than He is. That is, the, that is the only way that we're going to have dominion over
2: this world you're listening to the tell it like it is radio show I've got my good friend Pastor Dale Jones here in the studio with me uh, it's so true that the um, there's no reason to fear if we have the spirit of God living inside of us uh, even though no matter how wick- wicked this world gets we're going to take a little break Play a song. We'll be right back after that. Text me tonight,
6: 701-290-7862. I'm at one God, I'm a tongue talking, holy roller born again in heaven, Bible leader in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the spirit, brother. I believe in holiness, and not suggesting you can do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal water on my knees. Will you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? shame? To be a one God, apostolic tongue, talking holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. You won't catch me preaching on the street. I'm too shy to talk to people when we meet. And one day out on town square, a bunch of kids were gathered there, throwing beer cans at the law and shouting, Peace! I did not intend to interfere. But someone started screaming in my ear. So I laid both hands on his head and I prayed while he turned red. And the other kid said, Let's get out of here. Cause I'm a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, brother. I believe in holiness and I suggest that you to do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Will you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, and born-again, heaven-bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I never testify at school. People will say that I'm not cool. And one day I had enough of that evolution stuff. So I stood right up and I said, God's word is true. My teacher did not know what to do. It seemed like he was shaking in his shoes Though he knew I meant no harm He took me by the arm and said Son, what religion are you? i am been one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound Believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, sir I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you to do the same I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees Would you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic, tongue talking holy, bold, and born-again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Now, on the job, I never say a word. I figure they all know I go to church. But when my boss man called me in for a tonic and some gin, I began to think, perhaps he hasn't heard. So I said, no, sir, I am not the drinking kind. Accepting for a thing they call new wine. Woo! As he lost his cigar smoke, it seemed like he would choke. I proceeded to explain it one more time. I'm that one God. I'm just not a tongue talking and holy rolling, born-again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. Brother, I believe in holiness and I should ask you to do the same. I was set free out of Pentecostal my knees. Will you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Now I could sing until I'm out of breath. From playing this harmonica to death. I could use up all my brains till nothing much remains. But there's one thing I'm praying I don't forget. Cause last night at that Walmart where I shopped. A preacher in a pickup truck yelled, "Stop! Right there and tell me straight, are you still saved and in the truth?" Well, I shouted back across that parking lot, "I'm still a one God, apostle, tongue-talking, holy, born-again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the fear, brother. I believe in holiness, and I just view the same. I was that free out of Pentecostal water. On my knees would you pardon me if I'm not ashamed. Be a one God." apostolic tongue talking holy rolling
2: born again heaven bound believer in the liberating power Ho, G, hey! Oh, hey! i like the old version of that song better pastor bob tell it like it is radio show um uh, we've got uh pastor dale jones in here we're talking about the um the infilling of the Holy Spirit, how it gives us power over this world and uh um, and there 's a spirit of the world that we need power over, so go ahead, pastor Jones, keep on
3: talking okay well, thank you pastor Simons and uh just a just to review a little bit here with what I was talking about is that this world, if you really be honest, this world does not have um your best interest it's it 's not concerned for you what whatsoever. And when it is finished, it is going to bring forth death. The things of this world is is only for a season. And, and Jesus said that he's coming back for his church. And why is he coming back for his church? He's going to take his church out of this world. And why is he going to take this church out of this world? Is because this is not our home. It doesn't belong to the church, and church. I, I I plead with you. I I beg with you, and and moms and dads um, that that are just starting to think about maybe going to church and and concern for your children and, and and the news and the and the questions your children are coming home with today from school. We never had to face that before. Questions like this: Am I a transgender? Am I gay? Am I a lesbian? um it 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 there there there's they're they 're so full of questions they 're so full of fear um you know it, it there's such a, a fear out there and uh we need to have a clear answer and we do church have a clear answer that the laws of God are pure righteous, holy, they're right, they give us power, they give us authority, it protects our home, and, and and it puts us in a good standing with God, because without God, if God pulls his hand away from the church, we're going to cease to exist, and we cannot afford to do that, we have to keep that church as holy as we can. For the sake of this world. And so there's so much fear out there. And moms and dads, take courage. Be strengthened. There is something greater out there than this this world has to offer your children. Take a stand in your home. And say, as for me me and our house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to do what's right. I, this is a side note, but Israel had to place a certain um, part of the the law or the 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 the, the scriptures scriptures, um, the Torah, on the doorpost when they come in and when they go out, and and they would as they would come uh, go out, they would touch that doorpost, and knowing that 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 this is of God and God will protect us when we go out and when they come back in from the outside world and they touch that doorpost coming through that door, they know that they could leave those things outside of that world and, and that they would have a sanctuary. It it meant so much to them. And today we still have that. And it's called the spirit of God that when we go out in this world and our children are out in this world if if we are holding a standard, that our children will be protected. And when they go out, they will be protected from this world. And when they come in, they could leave this world outside. That's what God does for the church. Amen. Well, that's on a side note. We, we do un- need to understand the, the, this world and everything about this world is anti-God. It really is. And I, I, I'm going to get on something that that may offend some people, but I, I'm sorry if it did. I, my intent is to offend you. <laughs> Hollywood has nothing good in it. Nothing. Everything about Hollywood is anti-God. It's propaganda. It. 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 How can the Antichrist? How can the spirit of this world infiltrate? A whole world, a whole nation, nation after nation. How can it cross its borders? How can, how can it do this? And it's through this propaganda. It's through media today. Our media is, is, is going wild. There's no boundaries. There's no laws. There's no rules. We cannot line up truth and untruth and what's, what's right and what's not right. There's no, there's no boundaries in our media at all. And, and the spirit of this world understands it's, again, the Bible tells us It tells us that there's rulers and principalities and powers and darkness and thrones and dominions. Listen, we don't have a chance against that in our flesh and how do they use what mode what medium do they use they use propaganda they use acute things on 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 tv and visuals and 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 um and and they put smiley faces on there and and uh happy people and and they mix it up with with heartache and pain and and uh they, it's it confuses our world thinking that this is what it should be like And it's a false, a false, a false presentation of who God is. So everything about Hollywood is anti-God. Just think about it. We need, as a church, I believe, that's why God said, do not touch the unclean thing. Let me give you a little testimony of God speaking to the church where I pastored just a couple couple days ago on a Sunday. Um, Six people received the Holy Ghost, the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, a heavenly language. Not a language that this world teaches, but a heavenly language, a holy language. And God filled six people within just two services and baptized. We baptized three in the and the And the water buried them and and the waters of baptism as as Jesus was buried he and when he came out of the grave and defeated death, they came out of the water brand new and they walked in the newness of life. old things have passed away that's that's what baptism does for us and uh, we've been we've been seeing uh, the miracles after miracles in the last four or five months. And God spoke to the church. He says, He told us in a a prophetic voice. And He said this, He says, The reason why I'm pouring out my spirit and blessing you is because now it's time for the harvest. And I'm giving you the harvest. And here's why they said, I'm giving it to you because you were obedient unto me. And I asked you to separate yourself, to clean your house, And to consider your ways. And you have done that. And you have cleansed your house. And you are obedient unto me. thus, I will fulfill my promise. And he says, I will continue to do that. But, he also said this. If you stop being obedient unto me. And stop seeking after me and my righteousness. I will stop. And that shook me. And I believe the church, if it separates itself, I believe the church, if it keeps itself holy, it's unprecedented revival that will come to our churches and this world will flock to our churches because we are the light that shines in this darkness. Well, so with that said, the church cherishes the spirit of holiness and resists the devil. The world cherishes the devil and resists the spirit. So thus, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The one that is in the church sways his affluence by absolute right. If you're in the church, you're living by holiness, you're living God's separated life, we could identify truth. There is no fear. The one that is in the church works to save. The one that is in the world works to destroy. The one that is in the church acts through truth and the other through error, through a lie, through deception. See the, the, the first stone of Satan's empire, the foundation stone, the first stone that, that was built and how he built his house in this world was formed by a lie when he approached eve in the garden and it's still a lie today that's what our world is there is no truth in our world no wonder our children are confused no wonder they don't know how to identify themselves in a gender cuz they're telling they're telling our children a lie i was i was reminded i was listening to a man that uh, when he said uh, and it was not too long ago He's a young man and he remembers this. He says, in school one day, he says, I, 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 felt this, this, um, affection towards this boy, a friend of mine, and, and there's this affection and, and he was hearing all these things. Well, if you have an affection towards a, a boy, that means that you're gay and, and that's it, alright. I mean, it, it, this propaganda in school, that's a spirit of, of confusion driving our children. And so his, he, his mom picks him up from school. He's just a young boy, and he's in the back seat. This is a true story. Mom is driving, and he's in the back seat. He says, Mom, he goes, Do you know what? I says, I, th- I think I'm gay. And his mom didn't even, he said, my mom didn't even turn around. She says, no, you're not. And she continued to drive. And he says, you know, when she said that, I says, okay. Why? Because there was a clear voice. Because it was true. And it saved him from this confusion. Well, that's what truth does. That's what the church does. It will not lie to you. The church cannot lie to you. God cannot lie to you. He's not unrighteous to lie to you. There's, it's not in him. That's what's so wonderful. That's what's so powerful. That's why John said greater, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We have a dominion that God gave back to the church. It's greater. It's more powerful. We do have power through the Holy Ghost. Note, keyword, holy, separated, separated from this world, holy. So we need to let the he that is in us, work for us. He will fight our battles. He will defeat our enemy. He's already driven them away. He's already, we already, the church has already won this victory. We don't have to walk in fear. We don't have to worry about our tomorrow. We don't have to worry about our future. We don't have to worry about the things, uh, if God's going to provide for us or not. We don't have to worry even about how our country is going. The reason why we don't have to worry about that church is because there's one greater than our government Greater than any nation, greater than any problem, greater than any turmoil, greater than any, any destruction that this antichrist can bring, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We ought to get excited about, we ought to get up and shout, we, we ought to dance, we ought to, we ought to sing, we, we should have the highest praise on our lips right now. Because God, through His Spirit, through His holiness, through His righteousness, and let me again re- reiterate, it is His righteousness and His holiness. Because His Spirit is holy. And there is no variance. There, there, there is no, no, there is no sin in Him. He is holy. And that's what gives us, the church, the power to overcome Satan and all of his demons and everything that this world brings to you. We can be safe in his arms if we clean our houses from the things of this world. Don't let this world creep in. Don't let it dictate to you how you should live and how you should dress. Don't let it tell you what what you should do and what, what success is and how you should look. Ladies, don't let it tell you that if you're not shaped a certain way or dressed a certain way or so, so much, that you're not pretty, that that, that you're not beautiful. The Bible says there's a beauty in holiness. He gave us a covering. He gave us a new garment. It's called holiness and separation. That is the he that is in us. That's why it's greater than the things of this world. So we need to let that He that is in us to work for us. We need to let the high praises of God be in our mouth continuously. So with this, any nation, any church, any family, any person that does not fulfill the will Or the purpose of God, purpose of God's holiness. If we do not do that, we're going to cease as a nation. We're going to cease as a family. We're going to cease as a church. You're going to cease as a person. And think about it. How many broken families are out there? How many dads are missing in the home? How many single moms are out there struggling? It's because, it's because of the sin of this world has taken its hold in our families and our homes. We need to get back. We need to have a revival of holiness, of separation. If there's ever a revival that needs to come to our nation, it's a revival of holiness. If there's ever a time where we have to have a prayer meeting and talk to God and ask God to search us and to cleanse us, it's today in the hour in which we live. And if we do that, I believe that God will give the church the greatest revival the church will have ever seen. So in order for this nation, in order for our families to, to exist on this earth, we must keep God's Holy Spirit close to us, in us. It has to be part of us. It has to be part of our homes. It has to be part of our lifestyle. And so the opposite of that, in order for this nation for our families to cease to exist, the Antichrist would have to remove the Spirit of God from its existence. Because the Antichrist cannot have dominion when the Spirit of God exists. Light and darkness cannot live together.
2: This is the tell it like it is radio program. I'm going to let Seth do some announcements here in just a minute. Um, we've got Pastor Dale Jones with us from uh, he's a pastor in Minneapolis area. Just a, a, a note here that Tuesday night in Beach at, at we have a service every Tuesday night there. We have a group of people that that are Pentecostal people from Beach, and uh, we are going to have Pastor Jones out there preaching at the Beach Community Center Tuesday night at 7:30. Of course, Wednesday night, our normal service here in Dickinson, 105 7th Avenue West at 730, Pastor Jones will be speaking. Thank you so much for all of you that have texted me tonight and let me know that you're listening. Seth, why don't you give out a little more contact information, tell them about our Sunday service and so on.
5: All right. Well, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church. We're located right here in Dickinson, 105 7th Avenue West. Again, that's the New Life Pentecostal Church, 105 7th Avenue West. Um... Our next service is going to be, um, well, uh, Tuesday we have special services in Beach. And then Wednesday evening, 7.30 p.m. with Brother Dale Jones, a special speaker. If you need a ride, give us a call at the church, 701-264-7862. Or you can email us at uh, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. This is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. We're on every Sunday night from 8.06 to 9.06 Mountain Time. Uh, if you want to get involved with the program, if you have any more questions or comments, uh, before the show is over here tonight. Give us a call in studio, 701-225-5133, or you can text us the same uh, questions or comments, 701-290-7862. And if you're out of country, you can email us at robertsimons58 at com.
2: Thank you, Seth. And uh, I just—I never did mention the uh, the Bible scholars in the studio tonight. We've got Dr. Redmond and Dr. Hostetler here tonight good to have those young men here with us and uh, just thank you so much for listening it's always i'm honored that you tune into this program I, I really am i've asked pastor jones to pray for our audience tonight before we have to close this program uh, pastor jones thank you so much for being with us go ahead
3: uh, thank you brother uh, or i'm uh, pastor bob simons and thank you again for allowing me what a privilege amen to speak to uh, the radio land and uh, all your friends out there Thank you for this privilege. I'm going to leave you, I'm going to pray, I'm going to leave you with one verse of Scripture. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and and verse 7. I'm going to leave you with this and we're going to pray. Now this is very, very important for you to hear this. The writer says this, but we have this treasure, speaking of the Spirit of God, in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God. And not of us. Verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. I'm wondering if there's somebody out there that feel distressed. Fear has gripped you. You feel like there's trouble everywhere everywhere around you. And and our world is being shaken. I want to pray with you today. And if you haven't made a, a commitment to turn to God, it's a good time to do it now. But God is freely giving out His Spirit. If you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, you can have it right now as I pray. If you're considering that you should be baptized in Jesus name, don't 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 delay now. Get baptized in Jesus name. Let let it wash away your sins. If you're living in fear, I'm going to pray that spirit of fear to leave you right now because greater is he that is in you in the church than he that is in the world. I I beg you run to the church that preaches the name of Jesus Christ that lives a holy life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we commit this message to you, God. We place it into your hands. God, through the power of your spirit to go across the lands and the nations. To reach into the homes of men and women, boys and girls. Lord, to push back the power of darkness right now, of fear, of depression be gone. Lord, that the seed, the word of God, the spirit of holiness will spring up, God, in the darkness of somebody's heart right now and come alive and let there be light. God, you have the power and the authority through your word that faith would rise up in the heart of men and women in the church. God, that we would stand for what's right and what's holy. God, give us a revival of holiness. God, let the Spirit, Lord, revive us one more time, God. God, give us the strength of a church to continue the walk in holiness. Oh, Lord, touch every minister, every pastor out there today, God. And to help us, God, to know, God, that we are doing exactly what you asked us to do, to walk in the Spirit, live in that Spirit. God, put a covering in the
2: name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Jesus' name. Been listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Sunday night again, 8.06 to 9.06 Mountain Time.